Welcome to the Wealthy Speaker Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to people who want to speak more as a way to build their income and grow their business. Well, welcome everyone to the Wealthy Speaker Podcast. My name is Jane Atkinson. I'm the author of the Wealthy Speaker 2.0 and the Epic Keynote. Now, the topic of today's podcast is so important when it comes to becoming a wealthy speaker. The topic is developing your mountain moving mindset. Our guest expert today is Frederic Murphy. Welcome, Frederic. Hi, Jane. Oh, I'm so thrilled to be here with you and all our listeners. (laughs) Well, I'm excited to have you on the show and I want to tell everybody a little bit about you. So specializing in inspirational leadership, Frederick Murphy is a mindset strategist who inspires and equips leaders to move through extraordinary change. With her Mountain Moving Mindset M3 platform, she equips you with scientifically based strategies to take your life, career, and business to a whole new level. With strong business acumen, 15 years plus of experience in corporate change, science expertise, which includes positive psychology, neuroscience, and behavior change, and strategic vision, she makes change happen. Frederique is a passionate and charismatic speaker who captivates audience when she takes to the stage, sparks fly, and beliefs, attitudes, and behaviors will be instilled to create lasting change. So, Frederique, that's a lot of, that's a lot of, um, kind of technical language there. Tell us a little bit about your background. And I know people who are listening in will probably hear your voice and think, hmm, that's a very intriguing accent. So tell us a little bit about your background and where you're from. Sure. So um, let's tackle the accent because uh, (laughs) all of your listeners must have heard me already when I sell. I was thrilled to be here. And uh, and, uh, by the way, and I'm always in that state and I know you can vouch for it. I'm always that excited. But it's true. I'm (laughs) super excited to be here. Um, My accent comes in. Yeah, it's really, it's really interesting, actually. Um, I'm half French, half Irish, and I'm married to a Dutch. (laughs) So what happens is some people sometimes and I mostly work in the States. So I guess now we have the four facets. So what happens is sometimes people say, oh, she sounds French. But then, oh, hang on a minute. I'm hearing some kind of northern Norwegian or Sweden or Dutch tone. So that's yes. from my husband. Okay. I work in the States. So sometimes my OA are really American. <laughs> uh, and uh, my mother tongue is English, which always surprises everyone. Um and so my colloquialisms are, you know, very Irish. So here you go. You have those four different things put together. There you go. <laughs> and tell everybody where you're coming to us from today. Republic of Ireland. So our beautiful Emerald Island. Beautiful, beautiful. All right. So your background in terms of where you are and where you've come from uh, with the speaking industry, how did you land here? Wow. I will have to fast forward, but where I'll start is really actually at the beginning, and then I'll do a, a huge fast forward. The beginning is um, I was in a very difficult place, um, and actually, you know, it's, it's I'm starting there because I know it's going to tie in with where we're going to dive in in a few minutes. Um, I, I was I was really really lost, um, saying that I was a shadow of who I am today is is like the understatement of the year. 
And I was 17 and I just, uh, for, you know, a multiple series of reasons, just decided to pack everything that I owned, which wasn't much, um, ended up with this one, you know, one suitcase and then hooked onto a flight and never looked back. And I was in such a state that I dived in into self-development for myself. <laughs> I really needed it. Um, and being fascinated by the mind, I just thought, my goodness, I've, I just, it just felt like I had stumbled upon the most powerful secret weapon, this, you know, amazing power where you could learn how your brain was working and how your mind was working and really change everything, your life, your career, your business. I did it. I am doing it. And then and then I thought, oh, I cannot keep this for myself. I, I, I have to create something. And then Mounting Moving Mindset was born. <laughs> you know, and like and what we do is everything, you know, exactly like it says on the tin. When your mindset is strong enough to move mountains, your mindset is strong enough to accomplish anything that you want in your life. So I was determined to learn and still am. I'm a, I'm a forever, you know, evergreen learner <laughs> where I can learn as much as possible on the mind and the brain. And so going through that, you know, we I went from social psychology to behavior change, really fascinating about what makes people tick, how can we change. Um, I then started adding neurolinguistics. I then loved it so much. I moved on to quantum linguistics. I then loved it so much that I started adding neuroscience. So then I could really understand the inner work of the brain because I realized that when when I focus on that mind, our mind is so strong that we can really tap into the power of the brain and really make it work for ourselves. Wow. All of this, I call it the M3 power. So for mountain moving mindset and that power, because I just feel that everyone can just um, can just use it and be so empowered by it. When because the beauty of it is that with with everything that we're going to be teaching over the next thirty minutes, it, we don't have to buy anything because we all have a mind. Mm. You know, we have it. But the difference is going to be: do we have that? Do we let our mindset have? that force to be would it be an empowering force or a disempowering force and that's really what I focus on every day <laughs> uh, I just think it's so important Frederic because at the whole beginning of the wealthy speaker 2.0 we have to cover the mental aspects of this I've seen so many people go high 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 up on the mountain and then and I've actually done it myself where I've I've combusted. <laughs> I mm -hmm. wasn't I wasn't ready for the the types of income that I was earning and so I had to go back and start over again and then build it back up again because I think really it's it's important. So what would you say your definition of mindset is? I think that'll give us a nice foundation to build from. Oh, wonderful. And I, I'm delighted you're asking because mindset is, um, it's such a big word, isn't it? And it's, you know, people are using it quite a lot and they'll say, have the right mindset. And you're kind of thinking, okay, like I'm quite confused. It's, it's big and it's overwhelming. Yes. So your mindset is your philosophy in life. It drives absolutely every single thing that you do in life and in the way that you lead yourself, your career, your business. It's um, 
it's it's everything. It's like we think about it, philosophy in life. It impacts your reactions, your decisions, your actions, or your lack of reactions, or your lack of actions, or your lack of decisions. Everything. I love it. I love it. Are you still with me? Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a delay there, but I don't know. <laughs> okay, we're fine. We have a storm going on, podcast listeners. So if well, anything fine. happens, <laughs> you will you will know that thunder has struck. It's it's because Frederick's ideas are so powerful that lightning <laughs> is literally coming it's down on us. <laughs> the energy between the, the oceans is just too much. Okay, so um, so that's our definition, and you've got several ideas. I really believe in what you're saying because I think that uh, my own mindset has always been one of continuous learning so that when bad things rain down on us, which they do, right? Everybody has something that goes on in their lives. I'm not asking why me, but I'm saying what's next or, you know, what can I learn from this or the kinds of questions that you ask yourself, I think are really important here. So, uh, you have some really great techniques, three key ideas for boosting your mindset. Let's start with that key number one. Great. Um, I, I'm, I'm glad we're doing this because, as I said, mindset is so big. The way of, um, for you listeners listening to us right now is, is to ask yourself, you know, where do I start? And I always say, see your mindset as this huge piece of charcoal. And it has many, many, many multifacets. And I thought we would, a great intro to this could be that we would start with the three ABC of mindset. Okay. So any of those three facets, when you're going to focus on them, you're going to boost your mindset. And when you boost your mindset, you increase your results. And the first one we're going to do is, I always say, if mindset had an A, it would be for awareness, 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 awareness. And I know that um, you've heard that before many times during some of your interviews because Joe Calloway also talks quite a lot about awareness. Awareness is so important. Awareness of ourselves, awareness of our thoughts, our belief, our reaction. It's really, really important. And it's that's why we really want to focus on it. You know, I'm sure you've heard, and most of our listeners will have heard that as well, that we have two minds, right? Okay. We have a conscious one and we have an unconscious one. Now, most people have heard that, but then there's something that we assume wrongly is that we assume, fair enough, we have two minds. So 50%, 50%, right? 50% conscious, 50% unconscious. It's just a normal assumption that, you know, we make. But here is, and pun totally intended, mind-blowing fact, <laughs> is that actually our minds are not split 50-50. We are, at any point in time, I mean, this is mind-blowing, right? We are conscious of 5%. Wow. And 95 is our unconscious mind. Now, like you said, well, I said it as well. I'm just, I think it's a, I think it's an amazing statement. Now, already us knowing this, this is, this is the power that it gives us. What we do with that awareness is that we basically consciously, by focusing on it, we basically shift things from unconscious to conscious because it's really hard to tackle something that we are 
unsure of, that we are unaware of. And I know it, it kind of makes sense when you hear that statement, but actually, if you really listen to the words, it is hard to tackle something that you are unaware of. Like we in English, we have this uh, expression where we say, you know, when we keep something at the back of our head, mm-hmm. like, well, if it's at the back of your head, it's really hard to tackle. You need to bring it to the front. <laughs> you need to bring it to the front. Okay. Uh, another expression that we use is we say that things are fuzzy. You know, like, oh, you know, my like uh, my vision, it's, you know, it's a little bit fuzzy. Well, that's another example where, aha, focus on that and, you know, bring, bring that it to your awareness so that you can move it from unconscious to conscious. It's that idea of shifting. So that would be our first uh, pass. Is there an example that we can give to kind of make that a little more concrete? Sure. Um, so the way I would do it is, um, and actually... Uh, so the B <laughs> of the our ABC of mindset mm-hmm. um, is definitely going to bring a concrete aspect to okay. that awareness because it's going to tie into it. Okay. Because for B, uh, we're going to have belief. Okay. Now, uh, our belief was so important. Um, I always like to say, like when I'm on stage and I, I'm explaining this to an audience, I always like to give them that metaphor of our beliefs or like glasses we put on sunglasses we put on and because they impact the way we view our world and we each have different sets of belief and here again we have what's really great to know is that we have two sets of beliefs two types on one hand you have those most amazing belief uh, we're going to call them those the empowering ones mm-hmm. those beliefs when you know you wake up in the morning you're jumping out of bed you have a springing in your step you're just feeling on top of the world and that today is going to be the most magnificent day that's an empowering belief mm-hmm. it's one that you know we all know those feelings it has you know it has happened to us the second type is the one that we tend to talk to the, the let's say professional term is limiting belief. Mm. The reason why we call them limiting is because they limit us to do something. Some of the most common one are going to be, and you know, here we hear, I know in your words, uh, so your audience would be familiar with this and uh, your listeners, you use the green gremlins. Mm-hmm. So I am not good enough. I am not worth it. All of those, can we hear the different energy of them? We call those limiting ones. Now, here, from a concrete perspective, how this facet can be boosted is that we tie in the B with the A. So we take that awareness and we're really going to, it's like switching on the light onto our belief because most of our belief belonging to that 95% of unconsciousness. Right. So very rarely do we, and I have a great example for you, and I know it's going to ring true and for many of our listeners kind of nodding along as, as they listen to us. Okay. I was working um, with, like in addition to speaking, I also do training and, and consultancy, and I was um, working with a, a higher executive in a, in a large organization. And during one of our sessions, he, he was stuck, 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 stuck. We all know that feeling where no matter what we are doing, we are just stuck, not progressing, um, and we... It's, 
been talking about quite a few things and suddenly it's something that he said and I just you know I had I had that um, let's say sixth sense <laughs> of mm-hmm. who I am and what I do and um, so I totally narrowed narrowed into it and I said oh okay I'm going you know we're gonna go there and we started talking about belief and belief around money and his 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 goal was around, you know, struggling with his bottom line and increasing the bottom line and and not understanding why it wasn't going higher and higher. And suddenly, something that he ensured me, which I totally believed in, he said he had not thought about it in over 20, 25 years. He suddenly realized that his grandmother used to tell him, and this is where it's so, so important because our, most of our beliefs, we pick them up from our parents, our grandparents, right. aunts and uncles. His grandmother used to say that wealthy people are filthy people. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. And so as we're talking, there's this huge weight that's just shifting. You actually, at this stage, that's what I love about what I do, because as well, when I'm on stage, I can see it. You just have this physical change of some someone, you know, just going through a breakthrough. And what we basically just do in a few minutes is that we've gone that A, awareness, focusing on to that B of belief. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as he said out loud the words, he suddenly realized that, he used to believe that, right. and that had driven him. But as soon as he said it out loud, then that was conscious. And as soon as he was conscious of that limiting belief, he just realized... He could change it. He can change it. Mm. You can't change what you're not aware of or the things that are buried deep within and And I I think a lot of us were raised by how many people grew up with money doesn't grow on trees and ideas like that my dad oh my gosh thank goodness he did he he lost his job when he was 55 years old and very difficult to get a an engineering job uh, at that age you know there's all these youngsters coming up to take the jobs and so he became very depressed about it but I remember I I know how much I have had to work to get out from under his belief system and form my own. And I became very uh, recognizant of that. That's not really a word. Um, When I lived down in Dallas and I worked for Vince Vicente, who was an Olympic athlete, he talked Mm -hmm. a lot about beliefs and, and, uh, and changing them. That was so, so helpful to me. So it's amazing, isn't it? It is. I mean, it is because most most of the thing, and that, that's why those facets I said, I truly believe that they are they can create such a boost because as soon as you increase your awareness and also then start working on your belief, you can, you know, the second, and that's why people say change takes time. It, it's not true. <laughs> at <laughs> the mind level, at the brain level, what I, what I do on stage is I snap my I snap my fingers. That's how change can happen. Wow. In your brain. Well, isn't that nice to know? mm, The second he said that out loud, he realized, okay, I will not hold on to that belief. And that's enough. It doesn't have to be hard. It's not easy, but it doesn't have to be hard. So then you can 
change and you what you do is you you know you swap the I'm sure we could have an entire section on belief you know during the podcast but <laughs> we're going to move to our third key and then okay. you know continue but sure. we we can change everything in an instant so maybe an assignment for our podcast listeners would be answer the question how, how were you raised to to believe about money or about wealth? And I really believe in defining wealth to be whatever you want it to be. It doesn't have to be this, you know, you don't have to live in a castle on the hill. I'm just talking about developing, developing wealth to the degree that would make you happy and secure. And so uh, perhaps we could leave everyone with that exercise. Is that, an, is that a good question? It is, and, he, I, and if you want it, and I, uh, uh, we can put it in the show notes, I yes. actually have an entire um, article, which is a, a step-by-step, because I'm sure now all Perfect. of you listeners know, they've understood I always give steps and strategies, so we really <laughs> dive in, and it is about money. So if we wanted to focus all on right. this, it's actually a three-step process that we can do, so we need pen and papers, and um, we could if you wanted, we could put it in the show notes as an extra resource. I love it. I love it. We'll have Derek do that for us. Perfect. Okay. Shall we move on to the C then? So then, so awareness, belief, and now we come to C. C for clarity. Now, I'm going to say something that I know at first is going to sound funny. Okay. When we know and I like, and I mean, really, really know. I'm like, I'm talking a hundred percent clear, clear clarity of what we want to achieve, what we are aiming towards. Then we're able to move forward. The reason why I know that sounds funny is that people are listening and they're thinking, "Well, duh, of course, Frederick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Uh huh." But here is why it's funny at first, but actually it makes a lot of sense because if we were really listening to the language, because that's where our brain comes in. Our brain believes every single thing that we say, which is why language is so important, because our brain listens and, you know, either can totally spurs you on the moment or extinguish, you know, whatever you're going to do next. So in terms of that clarity and the, the analogy I like to use so that our listeners can really follow us on that on that um, boost and that uh, key is, you know, when you are in a, let's say we are in a, an adventure park. It doesn't really matter where you are. As long as you are, you we can all close our eyes and see ourselves in front of a map. You know, one of those maps where it tells you where you are. And then, you know, maybe oh, you yes. are. yes, you are here. You know, yes. You are here. <laughs> yeah? So one of those maps, maybe it's an airport, maybe it's an adventure park. Yes. You know, wherever you are, we know those maps. Well, here is where the clarity uh, facet comes to play. Is that if you, so of course we are, let's say we are at A and we want to go to B. Mm-hmm. When we know where A is, it's going to be really easy for us to go to B because we're going to go in front of the map and we're going to see that huge sign that says, you know, usually in the map in like orange, it's often in orange or in red. There's like this extra map that actually shows you where you are. This is your start point. And from that start point, you can look at the map and you can go, okay, this is where I want to go. And with your eyes, you can see, oh, okay. Oh, this is the path. You know, if, the you are here sign wasn't on the map. Mm-hmm. How difficult would it be to go to where you want to go? <laughs> well, really hard because you don't know where you are. Does that make sense? 
That's how they do it in Mexico. They do not like the <laughs> you are here sign in Mexico or in Dominican. I just came back and there's there's no you are here signs. I can totally see where you're coming from. So no. so really recognizing where you are and uh, not just the clarity of where you want to go, but really recognizing where you're starting from. Yes. Because it's much easier to move towards something when we know where we're starting and you know pairing it with that awareness and the belief it's a really powerful process and I mean you know I have some clients they'll just like every day they'll just start and they'll really focus on their you know oh how am I ABC today Mm. it just and it takes you a few minutes once you get um, the, the beauty of it. And I just want to do a small segment because I just want to show how easy it is. But with our brain is how easy we can create a repetitive path. Oh, so in, in our brain, everything happens from um, one neuron communicating to another neuron. And I won't go too technical. A neuron is a brain cell. So. We can, you know, a neuron equal a brain cell, they are the same thing. Different country call it different, you know, the okay. same. Sure. So one cell to another cell gives a direct, you know, a something. Let's call this a path. It goes from neuron A to neuron B, okay? okay? Now, the beauty of it is that we can create, and here again is where I would snap my fingers. We can create a path in an instant because the brain is listening and um, your brain just wants to help you with whatever you want to do, which means that when you start something for the first time, it's new for the brain. It's like when you walk across a field where there is no path. What happens is if you were walking one time from the left to the right, and then you turn around and you look and the grass has been kind of because you've walked on the grass, you can faintly see where you've walked. Yes. But what would happen if then you just go back exactly on your path and you do this two times, three times, four times, five times? Suddenly your path would be a total pathway where everyone would then go on it and this is what happens in your brain uh the brain only needs three times that's why this is another fact that for people to really hear it and go wow my brain is so cool (laughs) (laughs) time your brain pick it up as a repetition like you know people say it takes days and months for habit no 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 no. your brain will pick it up as little as three times to start seeing a pattern. And from that pattern, you just do it over and over again, and it makes the path so easy. And then that's how you can change a habit, for instance, or create a habit, or create that ABC path that is gonna be so powerful when you are you know, waking up in the morning and just setting yourself for the best. <laughs> so what would your, do you wanna give us just a real quick of your morning routine? Oh, oh wow. Uh, we probably could do an entire, an entire show on this. <laughs> I don't know. Did we not have something else planned? <laughs> <laughs> That's okay if you don't want to share it with us. <laughs> I will actually. I was. Uh, I was thinking this is really funny. You're asking actually because you don't. You don't even know I hadn't had the time to share that with you. But um, there will be a Kindle ebook on this. Really? I love it. Okay. Well, we're going to have to make sure we update the show notes when that's uh, available. And so that's going to be all about how to start your day. The the best um, Monday moving mindset routine. So I love it. Okay, perfect. 
So let's say you've had a setback. What would you say your um, first step is from there? What do you do? You've been knocked down. Yeah, this um, this this is what we we want to do. You know, we I'm sure everyone listening, you and me. I mean, I'm everything that I create. It's because I've personally needed it, um, and sometimes I needed it like. 10 years ago, but sometimes I just needed it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, resilience is something that you can teach your brain. Um, and it's about that path, which we just spoke about. And the more you do it, the less you actually end up having to do it because your brain just pick it up and know the path and know where to go. And we, as you said, we all have setbacks and obstacles, you know, from cash flow problems to personal ones to, you know, maybe having an entire week or an entire month of receiving no's. And, and it just really, um, it just it really starts kind of eating at our belief, our self-belief, our confidence. And the real thing that um, I'm glad we're going to, we're going to talk about now is that we cannot always control the events in our life, mm-hmm. but we can always control our thoughts, our decisions and actions. But we can only do this if we have some M3 power. So if we know how to, what, what to do. So when we lose that, it's, it's really detrimental to our life and our career because when we stop believing in ourselves, we negatively impact absolutely everything that matters to us. We have that doubt in, you know, that pit in our stomach and that uncertainty and it just clouds our judgment. So, I've developed this process, which uh, I'm thrilled um, you've invited me so that I can share it with our listeners. And it's going to be seven steps, uh, seven keys to apply for us to push through this so that we can boost our self-belief, boost our self-confidence and really continue to make it happen. Because stuff happens. It happened yesterday. It probably happened today and it's going to happen tomorrow. So it's not about going, why me? Which you said, you know, at the beginning of the call, we said, you know, you said that because the why me is really useless. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about focusing on what can we do about it? So our first step is going to be about, I want to call it fight. Okay. It is, it is fighting. You know, uh, for years, I thought that being angry was to be avoided at all costs. Mm-hmm. And I, I was wrong. Um, that anger, we have to use it to our advantage because when something negative has happened, you know what? It's absolutely normal <laughs> and it makes total sense for us to be angry. Now, what we do is we use it to fight because whatever has happened, we're still here and we're still breathing. The way of shifting that first step and of really starting to integrate that process is that adversity only wins when we let it win. Mm. I know it's a vulnerable time. So whatever our listeners went to, you know, for some of you that may be very, very, very close, you know, some of you may be remembering something, but I know it's a vulnerable time, but it's a time to really decide what's going to be. It's okay to be angry. Don't cover it up, but instead use it to channel this, to take a stand and fight. That's how you want to feel. Even when I'm saying this to you, I just feel I'm just breathing more clearly. My chest is open and just my arm 
tend to, you know, to clinch. And you just want to be in that state where the process is going to work a lot better when you just, you accept where you are and you're just going to fight, which then is going to move us to step number two, where we're going to, we're going to call it thank. We want to go to that think place. Now, I hear some of you going, oh, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I'm like, I'm probably a tight bit still angry and this has happened to <laughs> I'm me still today. fighting. I can't I'm move to like, thinking. How am I moving to think, Frederick? Right. Okay. You know what? The anger has served you, but now you need to release it because you need to progress further. Whatever has happened, an event, a person, a situation, I want you to be thankful to it. Now, I know it's a hard step and believe me, I said, I did, I did say to you, I know what it is to have had setbacks and to still have setbacks and to have things happened. And it's not about being thankful to, I said, eat, because it's, it's whatever is going to make you stronger in that moment. Because being thankful does not mean that you approve of what has happened. And I think some people hear thankful and they think, but I can't be accepting that this has happened. But it's not about approving what has happened. It does, however, mean that you accept it did so you can take that control back. As long as you don't, you give your control away. You see, the people, these people, these events, this situation, they don't deserve to have any power over you. It happened and you can shift to a place of thanks for having made you stronger. Okay. And that in itself is so thankful because then we move on to the third step of our process. We get up. C, we take stock. Whatever has happened, ask yourself, which is really interesting because we hadn't, you and I hadn't talked about it and you actually gave it kind of away in your, in your intro when you said, when something happened to me, I don't go to the why me. I go, what can I learn from it? Mm -hmm. And this is how we take stock. I truly believe that challenges make us stronger by teaching us lessons. You know, I I can't think back of so many negative experiences in my life, and I can identify for each of them at least one lesson per negative experience that has actually served me later on my journey. And it's, it's really an impactful way to shift this around because... Out of any negative experience, we can find a positive one. I like to say that, you know, there is a silver lining for everything, but the only way to find it is to look for it. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> and it's, it, it's, I think, and, you know, most of our audience listening right now, like me, we are all speakers, right? And those things, they make you that extra special on stage. Those lessons... And I think that's time. That's why it's time to learn. You learn from it, and now you get up. Okay. Moved on to our fourth step. We let go. See, here we reach that halfway. We are halfway through, and this is such a pivotal moment because it's really time to let go. The instant we decide to let go of whatever it is we need to let go of, we progress. So the instant we decide to let go of whatever it is we need to let go of, we actually progress. You need, we need to decide, you know what, it's time to step out of that victim place. Mm-hmm. And we talked a little bit about being that victim before. And again, I know I've been there. So I know, you know, things happened. And yes, it hurt, but it's time to let go. 
Think of it that way. Whatever has happened, you let it impact you on your timeline. So it's time because that negative experience has had enough power over you. You let go of the past and you focus on the empowering fact that you can do everything you want to shape your future. Because when you stay stuck in the past, you just negatively impact everything. And we just shift it that way. Wow, hang on a minute. What I'm about to do in like one minute is up to me. Like I, I always say to people, you know, people, uh, have you, have, I've said that before, but I have to stop, you know, I stop myself in my track when I say that. Oh, but I hear lots of people saying it. They go, one thing happened in the morning and they go, oh, it's going to be one of those days. Mm. No, <laughs> hang on a minute, <laughs> let's go. Because the, the time only impacts you on your timeline. So you decide because now it's time to move up to our fifth step. And our fifth step is to believe. You know, sometimes with all of the things that happened exactly where we started, we just negative things happen and they start chipping away at our belief. And it's kind of weighing them down, all of our self-belief, which is so critical to our success. So at this stage, we want to we want to remove that stuff. And we want to keep in mind those, you know, those three steps and those three facets we started with. We want to be aware of what's happening. And we want, we're doing those steps. We already have achieved quite a lot. You know, we're fighting, we thanked, we got up, we're letting go. And now we're in that place where it's time to reconnect. We want to reconnect to that why. And I think one of the greatest way to really connect and to stay on that path is to connect on why you're doing what you're doing. Mm, okay. And it's really going to help. And you, when you access it, you're going to feel it. You know you will be reconnecting. You'll just I don't I don't um I don't mean to make it sound like this, but you will feel it. So I won't give examples because like a few of you could just have different feel, but you'll know when you reconnect it to that belief because then it's time to continue through our wonderful path that you are building right now in your brain because now it's time to roar. <laughs> You know, it's time for complete integration. You know what? It happened. You got angry. You turned it around to give you that oomph you needed to continue. Then you release that anger by giving thanks to take back control over the negative experience so that you can continue. Next, you learn from it. So you took stock. At least you have one lesson that will serve you. Next, you freed yourself from the negative experience so that you could let it go so that you can really continue. Next, you've reconnected with that inside feeling, you know, that feeling that you know that you can because you've done it before. So you can absolutely continue. Mm -hmm. And next, you assimilate. You have all of the pieces and it's really time to pursue your dreams and really roar. It's, it's almost like it's almost a loop where we are really back to that standing position where we are into that right. amazing raw environment. Because but, then, you know, the last one is when we act. Okay. I, you know, this is our last and final. It's like we have arrived. We were here. Now we have arrived. You know, we've done the inside work. We are ready. We are roaring. And it's really time to take action. Your dreams deserved your dedication and commitment. So it's about really go out there and make it happen and really take that first step. And after that first step, if you don't know what else to do, just take again that another first step because mm. you know, 
don't let people think that you need to know like step number 437 before you start moving. Mm-hmm. Just focus on that first step. Well, I love I love the idea of um, moving through this and hopefully you can learn to move through it fairly quickly because when you are under consideration for speaking engagements and things like that, you're giving out a certain vibration to the world. And if you are in a, a knockdown state, I think it's going to be very difficult for you to sell yourself. If you're in roar, <laughs> Mm-hmm. If you're out, you know, kind of beating your chest and there's a, there's a, I can see the difference between fight and roar. Fight is just saying, Hey, wait a second, I'm getting up. And Absolutely. then, and then roar is really, um, your last step before action. I think that that's, um, very, very, po- it's a very positive version of fight. And I like that a lot. Uh, I think that in that phase, people, you'll be unstoppable. People will mm. not be able to resist your energy because you'll be putting something really strong mm. out there. In my world, we call this moving mountains. Uh-huh. <laughs> you will be moving mountains because your mindset will be intact, <laughs> giving us the M3 solution, which is fantastic. So what else do people need to know? And we're going to tell them about um, how to get in touch with you as well. Sure. Uh, I, I love I love to connect. I'm sure people who have, um, I know some of you and I know some of you, it's the first time you would have heard me. I love to connect. I'm very active on social media. So any anything you want to you want to ask, I'm more than happy to help. Um, I'm on my website, which I know will be on the show notes. So frederickmurphy.com and you'll see all of all of um all of the links to the social media, anything, you know, anything you have in mind, just, just ask. I'm, I just love to connect. (laughs) Wonderful. And I think people can really see the, the, the positivity behind your words, Frederic. You really are literally a breath of fresh air. And I'm so appreciative that you've taken the time out of your busy calendar to be with our listeners here on the Wealthy Speakers Show. So with that, I will say thank you so much. Check out frederickmurphy.com. We'll put it in the show notes as well. And we will see you soon, Wealthy Speakers. Bye for now, everyone. Thanks for listening to The Wealthy Speaker Show. Please visit speakerlauncher.com for your free Wealthy Speaker audit and visit speakerlauncher.com forward slash podcast for show notes and many more resources to help you catapult your speaking business. See you soon, Wealthy Speakers.